0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za.
1: Power Breakfast with TT. Hello. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. On Power 98.7. Hello. It's the Power Breakfast here on Power 98.7. Good morning um, to you and thank you so much uh, for staying with us. So, um, yeah, I want to deal with this uh, story then in terms of the latest. I mean, we've been speaking at length uh, in recent weeks about the dem- you know the situation and the current and the ongoing challenges are faced by um, ESCOM. And you know efforts to try and keep the lights on. We're seeing glimmers of hope and saying that load shedding has come down quite substantially. But the challenges uh, um, remain, unfortunately, with uh, with uh, uh, um, with the national or our monopoly provider of electricity. That now. Even if Eskom does manage to make its uh, current fleet of power stations work better, the next five years uh, the power will will utility will still not generate enough electricity to keep the lights on. This is according to Eskom's own systems operators uh, in a new report that was published last week. If the power stations perform better, the deficit will be more manageable and Eskom will not need to use an unusually large amount of diesel in its open-cycled gas turbines. Last week, Eskom announced a loss of 24 billion rand for the previous financial year and expects more or less the same for the current year. Let's speak to energy analyst Tsepo Khadima, who joins us on the line. Good morning to you, Mr. Khadima, and thank you for your time. Titi, good morning to you as well as to the listeners of Power Breakfast. Yeah, so um, for ESCOM, really, it just never rains but pours. It's uh, this outlook to say, you know, that uh, you know, we will still be facing the same current of current uh, challenges, even if ESCOM does get uh, the, you know, the systems uh, improves their current fleet of power stations. Where, where, where does this? What does this then mean? Where does this leave them? Where, I mean, how are they going to get to a point where they can meet demand?
0: Well, at this point and the trajectory that ESCOM is on, it is very doubtful that the generation business of ESCOM will ever be able to get to a point where it uh, provides energy security for this country. Uh, Just look at the numbers. uh, They speak for themselves. Their current... uh, uh, coal-fired uh, fleet of power stations continues to underperform the energy availability factor, which mm. is below 60%. But that is caused largely by the energy efficiency factor, which itself has gone lower than 30%. I mm. think for a year ago, they were said it was about 30.6%. are power stations. The boilers are calibrated to run at a minimum of 33% energy efficiency. So that tells you that uh, the delays, or they are not wanting to actually refit or retrofit Mm. um, higher higher energy, I mean, higher efficiency, lower emissions technologies in turn means that the system is going to be more and more unreliable. But as for the energy demand for the country continues to be on the rise, I think a worrying factor for ESCOM would be that, at least for the generation business, would be that as more and more ESCOM customers migrate off-grid due to the high cost of electricity, that in turn means that the generation business is going to be financially unviable. It is no longer a going yeah. concern. But can the transmission business on its own in a fragmented or an unbundled state uh, be able to thrive? I doubt very much because the new capacity which the uh, government has been advocating for to come from the private sector in terms of generation, that capacity is not suitable for the grid. So it's a very perilous road uh, leading to 2030 as per the uh, IRP, which is the integrated resource Mm. Plan.
1: What is also of concern is that increasingly you are going to get your larger users and your industrial users of electricity moving away from uh, ESCOM and moving towards generating their own capacity, which then just leaves, uh, uh, you know, largely ESCOM to supply the consumers. And we all know the the challenges there with uh, the the levels of debt amongst the uh, consumers that are supplied by ESCOM.
0: Look, the... The system or the, the the company itself, ESCOM, cannot survive on just residential customers mm. and only residential customers who cannot afford to go off-grid. The uh, residential customers who are in the main, in the affluent areas, we've seen that the banking sector has been willing to fund them uh, to install off-grid solutions, specifically uh, solar rooftop, as well as uh, gas mm. for water heating. Uh, you know, I think off grid is going to be the future of electricity going forward. But that means that everything we we've ever been told about the integrated resource plan, we have to deviate from it because we are no longer able to project with clarity and certainty what the demand will be, which then means that the Minister of Electricity under Section 34 will have to make a determination as to what are the sources of generation which must meet that demand. Mm. And as long as the tariffs continue to rise at the rate that they are rising, we are going to see, therefore, the point that you are making, not just residential customers, Mm. but industrial customers. Because also, remember, previously, about five years ago, you could not build a... a power generation above 5 megawatts. Today, there's no limit. You can build 200 megawatts in for your own use. And that has also brought about increased risk uh, to ESCOM. But at the same time, it means that the system itself will no longer be uh, viable. So I wonder what Minister uh, Hossian Soramukogba is going to do because he speaks about the updating of the integrated resource plan Mm. looking forward to the year 2030. Uh, The question is, is he now going to make the appropriate policy decisions specifically as to where will the next generation come from? Let's bear this in mind. ESCOM has got on its books 47,000 megawatts of nominal capacity. That means it's planned. That is standing idle Mm. because Um, of the 47,000, only 25, 26,000 megawatts are actually able to produce some power, Mm. not reliably, not efficiently. And ordinarily, we should not have been having rolling blackouts. Mm. Ordinarily, we should not even have had to resort to solutions such as that of importing the uh, diesel generators from China as uh, gifted to us. And also the question has that has not been addressed, which we hope the minister will address as well. Who exactly is going to operate these uh, diesel generators which are gonna be put in uh, hospitals, clinics, uh, mm. police stations as well as schools? Because ESCOM has now also have got excess manpower, they've got excess labor, People, the number of ESCOM is overstaffed by a factor of fifty percent. They have fifty percent more mm. people than what they actually need to generate the electricity they are generating and as long as they delay to then deploy that personnel to provide off-grid power. So Eskom itself needs to compete, that's my assertion. They need to compete mm. with the independent power producers following the unbundling which is now going ahead. It means that the Eskom generation business must move away from running only baseload uh, uh, coal-fired power stations, but it must also go into off-grid uh, alternative installations, such as solar, such as gas, in order to be able to survive. Other than mm. that, the more migration we are seeing, because okay, the tariffs now are above two run 50 cents per kilowatt hour, including VAT. Right. But with an off-grid installations, such as a hybrid of solar, rooftop solar, as well as gas, Mm. you will get a a cost of around 160 cents. The numbers speak for themselves. So ESCOM cannot retain the Mm. much-needed customers that they have had. So no amount of bailout, even to reduce the debt, is going to save ESCOM going forward if they do not inherently change mm-hmm. the
1: system as they currently are operating it. thank you so much for talking to us. I appreciate your time. Pleasure. He's an energy analyst there, running rule over the latest report that has come out of ESCOM, which paints a rather bleak picture um, of the outlook in terms of the ability to uh, generate enough electricity to keep um, up with the demand in the next five years. It's the Power Breakfast.